Hey, welcome back to the Just a Position podcast with your host, Ever Janine. It has been an extremely long time. I have been so caught up with school, but I am here and I'm ready to get things back and running. And we also got a new mic, so I hope this sounds a lot better. And I'm just so excited to be here with y'all. Today, I wanted to take the opportunity to talk about people becoming brands and the phenomena of how that exists, and just kind of my own experience and my own personal thoughts about it. If you're new here and you don't know me, welcome. I'm Janine, like I mentioned. I am a content creator, a graphic designer, and this is my personal form of expression where I get to delve into topics that really matter to me. I just love talking about mental health and advocating for it. I try to share my experiences as openly and candidly as possible and just practice my communication skills. So, without further ado, I am so excited to get into this topic because I don't know how many of y'all are either one content creators, streamers, or have just noticed the occurrence where it's weird. It's like if you go on Twitter or Instagram and you see different brands for products like let's say what's one example i don't know like wendy's right wendy's or burger king or uh oreo some random car company if you see their social media and their like twitter they interact with each other as if they're people i mean obviously they are people who run the accounts but it's almost like a humanization of things or products or brands that are not inherently just human. But then, for me, the interesting part is the opposite as well, where you notice that people are trying to become brands. I mean, I'm doing it, technically. A lot of other people do it, where we have a set color palette, a set theme. We try to make everything match so it's cohesive, make sure the message is consistent. And personally, I think that Branding isn't bad. Advertising isn't bad. It's not inherently bad. Like, being a brand, quote-unquote, isn't bad. I think what is interesting to look at is that it's it has its own problems. And I know in my own journey of when I tried to really put my most, like, put my utmost effort into being a successful streamer and growing my YouTube and social media, The idea of branding, especially if you brand yourself, like just who you are, and you sell yourself as a product, your time, your energy, your expertise, whatever, I just remember it was really hard to brand myself. I mean, yeah, I could pick a font and set of colors and go with that, but the idea of like, it's almost, it's not objectification, but it's like the taking away the humanistic part of ourselves and trying to like package it into something that can easily be consumed. So with my knowledge of branding and my graphic design degrees and me finishing my master's soon, I know that it's really powerful and obviously consistency is great. I mean, you can have certain elements that are similar, like you'll see my my border here if you're watching the video. You'll hear the certain music that I play in the beginning for the sake of having it sound good and having it be recognizable. And those elements, I think, are key and sometimes they're subtle. 
But when we brand ourselves and when people become brands, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess I question why. I question why do we have to do that? Does everyone have to do that? Is it for the sake of trying to be professional or is it just trying to look cooler? I don't know. It's hard because I know for me, especially growing up blogging and, you know, like tinkering with layouts and seeing other people's style and seeing how they reflect that online and with their logos and colors, it's exciting. It's like a digital outfit. That's how I view branding. It's just a way to present yourself that hopefully fits as true to who you are as possible. Obviously, we all have, you know, different sides to ourselves, so it's not going to be a hundred percent fitting, but it should be pretty close if it's a good branding system. But I think there's like obviously the goal of selling that comes into play and then the goal of just trying to present ourselves in certain ways. And I think that when everyone is trying to become a brand or is being a brand or having a brand, I think there's almost a power in having no brand in a way. I know there's a few videos that talk about Instagram, for example, and they talk about making Instagram casual again because what was supposed to be Instagram, like instant take a photo with a filter and showcase your life and showcase your grid and make it look pretty, has become super curated and edited and put there's a lot of hours and effort put behind certain pictures for certain people and for a majority of like influencers or whatever it takes time I remember I tried to do that before too let me tell you those photos where you see them with people smiling and being all cool and stuff sometimes those aren't spontaneous sometimes behind that one photo is literally hours of multiple people trying to get that shot just for them to appear authentic by posting a fucking caption saying Oh, hey, just grabbing pizza. What about you? What are you going to grab? You know what I mean? Like, ah, this is, this is, I think, the main reason I wanted to talk about this because there's a certain level of artificialness. Like, I get nothing in this world is perfectly just authentic, right? We all have some sort of filter, some sort of mask. And I know in my journey, I'm trying to break some of those filters and masks so I can be and be happy. But when it comes to people being brands and just the facade you put on Instagram to get those perfect shots, and now that it is super curated and it takes a lot of time and effort to create the perfect feed or that we have the need for that, there's a movement called Make Instagram Casual Again. And I like the idea because, you know, it's like, why do we have to have a perfect grid and have everything match? Why can't it just be what is actually happening? Why can't we have bad photos? Like, who's to say a photo is good or bad? Does a filter make it good or bad? Arguably, a lot of people are almost advocating for no filter, no filter, no makeup, no whatever, because that's so rare nowadays. It's it's not wrong for people to want to have a filter, to want their feed to look a certain way. I know as an artist, I really do appreciate just how it looks all together, you know, and it ties in with our brands. And we are, I think, not obligated, but we have the right to have our own brand and to present ourselves in a certain way. But 
I think it's important when we make these decisions to acknowledge the opposite because it's not that we have to do XYZ. I mean, to a certain extent, it might be social acceptance, but why? You know, why is that the norm? I don't think it should be. That's why with the make Instagram casual again, it's the idea of literally just posting whatever you want without having it look all picture perfect or be perfectly matching, maybe with or without filters, it doesn't matter, but just posting. And I think there's a beauty to that. That concept makes me think of the difference between branded accounts versus personal accounts. I wonder what makes an account branded and does an account being branded make it inauthentic? Are they automatically an influencer because they prescribe to a theme? Is a personal account just ignoring those rules? Why can't that personal account with no filters be a brand in itself? I think it is a brand in itself. It's hard to it's hard to use that word interchangeably because obviously brand means different things to different people. From what I've learned, a brand is it's like a living essence of the values, reputation, and the usefulness of a product, person, or company. It's kind of like the overall picture. It's like the brand of Nike is very motivational. It's very hands-on, athletic, kind of high-end. Or the brand of Apple. It's very clean, modern. It's very innovative. And these brands kind of ring true in our head. And of course, when we remember people, we also remember their vibe, their aesthetic, their brand. Uh, I'm trying to remember who I follow. Like, Laura DIY. She, well, she has, she had a couple of, like, rebrandings in a way, but now her brand is very uh, modern. It's very authentic. It's honest. It's beautifully designed and creative. And this is where I appreciate brands. Like, brands have so much power. We have a lot of power. I think it's important to really look at our decisions and what we want to do for ourselves. So I know for me, because I did play that game of trying to be successful via the way that I thought I had to be, uh, I didn't really, I don't know, I just don't want to do it anymore. Like, I don't want to post for the sake of relevancy. I don't want to post for the sake of just being consistent or just having things out there. I think there's a value to quality. I think there's a huge value to intent like what's the purpose of this will it serve xyz is this making me happy is this for other people i think there's a certain expectation for brands that people have with products and with restaurants that is different than the expectations that come with people as brands sometimes i think it's easy to forget the person behind the brand it's almost like a mask or a facade. Even though it's accurate, it's still how we present ourselves outwardly. And to me, I think it's important to also look at the inside because, you know, brand can look really great on the outside, but we have to understand there's so many complexities to it and there's so much depth to each person that we need to be mindful of that. And when we aspire to be a brand and we aspire to have that consistency and that look and that vibe and create that reputation, I think it's tricky, to be honest. I think it's a very fine line and we can have certain values and want to push certain things, but then if we do it in a way that 
is either abrasive or we try to maybe we try to jump on the train of just slacktivism, which is activism, but like lazy activism, quote unquote, like sharing posts that promote your beliefs. I mean, posts are great and I think it's good to educate people, but then I think more than that, you know, there's obviously donating, there's taking action, there's having these conversations. There's many ways to be an activist and try to help, but especially as brands and with the topic of influencers too, because technically influencers are their own brands, right? I mean, it really depends what y'all think and feel free to share in the comments here on YouTube because there's a big expectation if you are an influencer in any capacity or you have a platform in any size that we should talk about XYZ. And if you don't, then you're either being a really shitty human, a shitty influencer, or you're just being a dick. It's hard because personally, I understand the privilege of having a platform, the privilege of having people listen. Like maybe I don't understand it 100%, but I do get that it is a gift and it is a great opportunity for people to listen, to grow, especially for those who want to learn. I like to listen to podcasts in my spare time because I appreciate learning about different issues. I appreciate different perspectives and I like to just be better overall. And I think I have something to learn. And when it comes to influencers or these people that we idolize for either being beautiful, successful, whatever, of course, there's some sort of expectation that they're being some sort of role model. They're influencing you to do XYZ, whether that's to buy something, to aspire to something, to whatever. So why not say something? And maybe they say something, but it comes off ingenuine. Maybe they go to a protest, but they go there to take a photo so they look better. And that's where I think it gets really blurry and obviously problematic. And it's hard to know what the right thing to do is in terms of whether we should want people to use their platform like that. Should people feel forced to? Should people feel forced to defend themselves? Like, what is the standard and why do we have it? Why is the standard that influencers need to be the beacons of social change? Is it because they do have a platform or because they're not using the platform responsibly? I think as a collective, it's nice to want all of us to talk about different issues so that we can educate each other and hopefully be a better human society and, you know, advocate for people being happier and fairness and all that. I know when brands also talk about taking different positions of what whether they support something or whether they don't, it does have a chance to alienate a lot of people and it has a chance to bring people together depending on what you believe in. Personally, I don't know if there's a right or wrong. I don't know what the right thing to do is, the wrong thing is. I think it's all preference. I think that as consumers, we have a lot of power in that you know, if we don't like the way a company's doing something, we don't have to support them. I mean, obviously, if it's a monopoly and, like, you have no choice and there's only, like, one of that, then I guess, you know, you either use it or you don't. But I think now we have so many choices. It's like, okay, well, do I want to support this company that... Ugh, I want to use a specific example, but I don't want to, like, have it be too deep. Let's make it lighthearted. Let's say that we do we want to support this company that really likes to open pickle jars and dump all the pickles and break the glass after and just waste it? Or do we want to support companies who don't in the most simplistic way that is the easiest way for me to understand that? Like, okay, well, I guess I 
don't want people to waste the pickles, so I'm going to support the people who don't do that. <laughs> That's a super silly example, but I hope you get my point. But to put the responsibility fully on the consumer, I think, is also irresponsible. I think there is a responsibility in being a person in general and being a person with a platform or being a brand, quote-unquote, or influencer. It's really been helping me just be aware of all the different nuances of branding and how to do it, how to do it correctly, how to do it in ways that are not, like, shady or manipulative. I mean, ultimately, everything is technically manipulative. I don't know, like, I want to, quote-unquote, encourage you to feel better and or to think differently. You could call that manipulation, but it's more like I'm inviting you. I'm not trying to just change your mind and be like, follow me and, you know, do X, Y, Z. It's like, no, it's let's think critically about what it means to be a brand, how people are being brands. Do we have to be brands? I don't think so. I think for me as a graphic designer, I there's a certain level of branding I need to know in order to be successful in my field. So, yes, I need to learn that and I could use my skills to create branding kind of like what I did here you have you see my orange you see my serif you see my whatever it kind of like matches because it is my style so it is my brand so whether we like it or not brands exist and these things exist but of course this is where the responsibility comes in of like okay we can create these brands but we also have the responsibility to make sure that they're ethical that they are not leading people to their demise. But of course, how can we do that? And I think that's where a lot of education comes in. We have to educate ourselves on what we want to consume. What is the brand or person really trying to communicate? What do we feel when we listen to them? Are we feeling a hole in our own lives that we need this brand? And if we're talking about the idea of necessity, I don't that's where I think it gets really tricky as well, because brands that thrive on people's insecurities or people's vulnerabilities is where it gets dangerous in my opinion for example the WeWork company i didn't know too much about the story but i watched a documentary on hulu highly recommend it's really good the founder and the previous ceo basically elevated that company and brand into advocating for spirituality, connectedness, and helping people pursue their dreams and take off and be the best versions of themselves and have fun, like work hard, play harder. And honestly, it's really impressive, the brand that they built, but how they built it and the shadiness and the lies of just not making enough money, as well as just the very horrible things that they said and the people they laid off and the people who either felt super lost or upset after that happened, people who lost their lives because they didn't have a direction or felt hopeless. In a way, you can even say that the founder and the previous CEO became the brand of WeWork. He was the face of this company that is supposedly offering you on this like beautiful platter like, hey, you're starting off. I'm building this company. Let's work together. Let's try to be bigger than ourselves. Let's tap into our spirituality and let's be mindful. Let's go on these retreats. Let's just be and let's just do great. It's not that bad of an idea, but the execution and the intent and the effect that he 
sold all these fake promises and kept lying to people is where I believe he went horribly wrong. And just speaking as a designer, there's a lot of brands out there. Like, a lot. Like, everyone has their own brand. I think we're all entitled to our own style, right? Nothing inherently bad and it's chill. It's cool. Like, you do you, I do me. We're, we're doing ourselves. We're, we're living, we're thriving. But I think it's important to remember that we don't have to be brands. We can literally just be ourselves. And this channel and this podcast, everything, is again me practicing that of just trying to be. So, like, with the Janine, I hand wrote it. Uh, I hand wrote the logo, I guess, or the Janine part, and I used one of my favorite serif fonts and <laughs> combined it and called it a day. I'm not trying to think too strategically about it, but I do want to free myself of just like, okay, hey, I'm going to use my branding skills, but I don't want to have to follow all these rules to make a quote unquote successful brand. I don't have to put hours of just trying to match everything so it's perfect because this is for me. If it is successful, great. If it's not, I mean, it's fine. It's still my outlet. Of course, it gets tricky when it comes to products and, you know, if you're paying other people who have salaries and that's where I think it gets a little bit different. But when we're talking about ourselves as a person, just like who we are, our essence, I don't think we have to conform to those same standards. I think it's easy to be tempted to because it's like, yeah, I want to make sure people get who I am. And if I use the same font everywhere, then they'll know for sure that this is my vibe and this is me. If I spend X amount of hours taking pictures of myself to make myself look as natural as possible, then they'll get them natural. For example, I, I just want to be free of those expectations. So I'm like, I'm just going to be myself and I don't like to pose for the camera all the time. In fact, I find it really awkward. But if there's an opportunity, then great. But if I don't feel like it, then I'm not going to do that. Or I'm not constantly, I don't know, going out and doing things. I mean, I guess post-pandemic, we don't have to force ourselves to be something we're not just for the sake of trying to brand ourselves and trying to be something that is just not real. And I think that's the problem. I think there's a lot of inauthenticity online with brands not being real and yeah again we all have filters so nothing is a hundred percent completely authentic we will always be some sort of social creature that wants to be accepted and loved and to be accepted and love maybe you don't want to keep dumping that pickle jar out and smashing the glass because it's going to create a mess and you know you're wasting good pickles so in a nutshell, don't smash pickle jars. So yes, there's going to be some sort of filteredness and some maybe tangents of inauthenticity, but not every brand will be the same. Not every person is the same. And not every person needs to do anything. We don't need to do anything. If we want people to connect with us, there are more ways than just making sure everything is branded and beautiful. I just wanted to take the time to talk about this because people might see my experience of being a blogger and being a streamer and all these things. And though I still do these things and I do use social media like Instagram, TikTok, whatever, I don't use it often anymore and I don't force myself to. And if people are wondering why, this is why. I just, I don't want to have that pressure of turning who I am as a person into something that can sell. I have been fortunate enough to expand on my education, so I've learned the skills to do that. And I think it's easier in general to do it for companies or products that you believe in. But when you make yourself the product, that's when I think 
it's not a good idea. And I think that it's a very slippery slope because we are not products. We are people. Our goal isn't just to be useful or to always sell. It's literally just to be. There's a movie, a Pixar movie called Soul. If you haven't watched it, it's fabulous. It basically tells what I'm saying in a very nice, abstract, beautiful way. I just really got tired of trying to be this thing that I wasn't. And mind you, yeah, I'm sure, I smile and look natural sometimes. Naturally, sure, people take a outtake and it looks great. Who's to say that's necessarily inauthentic? But the practice of having to do that just so people relate to me, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I mean, there's sometimes a level of preparation we need to do for different things that might align with our goals. But if we are talking about ourselves just as a human being, I do not think that is necessary for that. TLDR, I want to be a person, not necessarily a brand. Or I want to be a person who so happens to have a brand and my values and style is a brand versus a brand trying to be a person. Does that make sense? It kind of does in my head, but not exactly. But I hope you get the gist of what I'm saying. It's like I want to start from within myself first and then go outward, kind of like what I've been doing versus thinking of how everything's supposed to look, sound, and be, and the messages I need to send, and then doing that. I think that's how I operated before, and I, I just can't do that anymore. It makes me so unhappy, and it's just so fake. I remember there was one person in my stream who was kind of like, hmm, something feels off, or you're, you're BSing, you're da-da-da-da-da. And I remember at the time, I was actually really upset. I was like, excuse me, I'm being myself here. I'm trying my best to deliver and to put on a good show and you're here criticizing me. But the more I think about it, I think they're right to a certain extent. To some degree, I was not being completely authentic because my authentic self doesn't want to stream on a schedule. <laughs> my authentic self doesn't want to keep pushing that I am worthy of people's time by convincing them that like, hey, come hang out with me. Whereas now, if I'm going to stream, I'll be like, you know, I'll be here if you want to join. Cool. If not, I'm chilling. But it, it's just a different mindset. And I know maybe it doesn't bug everybody, but it bugged me enough to want to talk about it for a really long time. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I hope the new sound quality is good. And um, I hope this is informative. And the takeaway is you as a person don't have to become a brand. You are you, and that is your quote-unquote brand. You don't have to have these expectations on yourself to have to adhere to a certain style guide just because you could just be. If you want to have everything polished and matched, there's nothing wrong with that, and there is power to that as well. I just really would encourage people to not have that completely set in stone. You know, like, you're not defined by the brand that you're trying to be. You're defined by who you are and your actions and what you think and what you do. That's my two cents for today. I'm excited to talk more and thank you all so much for listening and watching and I hope you're doing well and hanging in there and I'll see y'all in the next one.